everybody, welcome to this episode of Casuals. Uh, Kenny is still not here. He is yet to recover from uh, from the event. Uh, I'm here with Vonnegut, though, who's a good friend of mine. Uh, Vonnegut, did I tell you what happened to Kenny, uh, who's normally the host of this show? Um, no, and I, I don't know who Kenny is. Well, to... <laughs> that doesn't matter. He's a good fr- he's a good friend of mine, and he woke up in a bathtub full of ice. He had a, a couple stitches on his side, but I think he's doing better now. Either way, um... I just want to say I'm sorry ahead of time. I'm sorry for everything because this is going to be another episode where we kind of just talk about movies. Uh, Vonnegut, you're not a big video game fan, are you? I have played Spider-Man. Um, I played okay. part of one of the Arkham games and I liked it. And I also played Ratatouille and Goosebumps Horrorland for PS2. And that's about That game's really good. Goosebumps Horrorland? That game's really good. Or yeah. Ratatouille? Both. Yeah, I agree. I never played them, but I heard they're great. Um, <laughs> they were. I like. I, they're based off of good things, so they have to be. They're good. based off of things that I recognize, so therefore I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's all that matters. It's like all those early uh, Marvel games for the MCU. It's like play those? Academy Award nominee Free Guy. Um, just like that. Um, I, what? I, I didn't realize that was nominated. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did That's play exciting. the mobile app versions. I did have those. Oh, and Spider-Man 2, PS2. That was fun. Yeah, Spider-Man 2. I'm looking at the poster for that right now. I had to do a Donald Trump impersonation as a child to get that game. Uh, Anyway, so uh, for this episode, yeah, we're we're mainly going to be bullshitting about movies, kind of like the last episode with Justin. Uh, But that doesn't mean we have nothing to talk about with video games, or at least I don't. Because uh, just a couple minutes ago, we got done with uh, probably the worst Nintendo Direct I've seen in years. I agree. Uh, So I'm just going to run... Yeah, because you, you, you were watching it with I was, I was sitting on yeah, my lap. Yeah, I was like, you know what? That's, I can't believe they did that with Mario and Sonic and every other Nintendo character, and I thought it was insane. It's a real slap to the dick of every fan that's uh, devoted their lives to these characters. But um, anyway, yeah, I'm just going to run through uh, some of this shit real quick, and then we can talk about movies. So hold on tight, Vonnegut. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, anyway, so they announced uh, a shitty-looking Fire Emblem Warriors game, uh, which is not fun for me i don't care uh no man's sky is coming to the switch very cool it's gonna make your switch light on fire uh mario strikers game that looks very boring uh more info about like fucking advanced wars and splatoon and a bunch of crap we already know of uh a disney racing game very cool a free-to-play disney racing game very cool um then we have uh star wars the force unleashed is finally coming uh over to the switch but uh here's the kicker it's the wii version of star wars the force unleashed which I don't know who the fuck's idea was that, but whatever. Um, Assassin's Creed Ezio Trilogy. We got Chrono Cross Remake that looks like it's running at three frames per second. Uh, again, more shit that we already know of, like the uh, new Kirby game. More information on that. Uh, Portal 1 and 2. That's coming to the Switch. That's pretty fucking cool. I'm excited for that because I never played the first. I've only played a little bit of the first two. I haven't, I haven't finished them. Um, then there's uh, actually the best part of the entire fucking Nintendo Direct this uh, weird Japanese RPG that was never released in America is coming over. It's going to be an HD2D uh, remake. I love that format if you've uh, listened to the show before. It's called Live Alive, and it looks fucking awesome. So definitely excited for that. Uh, they announced that uh, Earthbound and Earthbound uh, Beginnings or whatever, the first one, are coming to the uh, Nintendo Switch online service, which is, again, another slap to the balls of anybody who's excited for Mother 3 possibly coming over uh bowling's coming back baby we got uh sweet or what no what the fuck i almost called it Wii bowling uh nintendo switch sports so they're they're doing that shit again 
Uh, Mario Kart 8 expansion. They're going to keep milking that till it's... Why the fuck? We're never going to get Mario Kart 9. We're never going to get Mario Kart 9. They're still milking this fucking Wii U game. Uh, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which would be really cool if I could play the first one. Uh, not shown on this Direct, the much-rumored uh, Metroid Prime remake, Prime 4. We haven't seen that in four fucking years. The 3D Donkey Kong game, Breath of the Wild 2 info, nothing on that yet. Uh, nothing on the new Dragon Quest games coming out, Mother 3, like I said, or Mario Kart 9. So, yeah, thank you, Nintendo. You wasted 40 minutes of my life. Now I'm going to sit here for an hour and talk about video games. Uh, anyway, that's done. Uh, Vonnegut, more importantly, uh, so an event's coming up that you and I are, uh, I guess, kind of excited for. And what would that be? Uh, well, real quick, I just want to say um, Disney Racing. I mean, come on. I mean, Woody and Sully uh, expected to drive the same car. I mean, come on. One's big, one's small. How's that going to work? I don't get it. I, I don't know because look, he's a toy. Is he gonna be? Is is a toy gonna be driving a big car, well, or is a big guy gonna be driving movie, a small car? Um, Matt, if you've actually seen the movie Toy Story, I haven't. I've never. They're no. sentient. So, um, but what does that mean? Uh, Woody cannot reach the gas pedals. He wouldn't be able to see. So that's what sentient means. <laughs> no, they're alive. I mean, someone's hitting the gas pedal outside yeah. my house right um, now. I love that. Anyway, um. The big night, the big glitz and glam of Hollywood. All the stars are going to be out. It's the Oscars, baby. Da, da, da. Um, the ba, big, ba, ba, everybody, ba, ba, everybody's, ba, 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 all the stars ba. are out tonight. It's all the glitz and glam yep. of the town. Um, yeah, like every year I tell myself I don't care. And then I realize I don't care. But like I still find myself checking the morning of to see the nominations. Yeah. I'm still probably going to watch it live. And I'm going to be like, wow, okay, that's lame. Um uh, I I keep saying I'm not I don't care that I'm not gonna watch it. And the next thing you know, Dune gets like ten nominations, and I'm gonna be sitting there the night of to watch. <laughs> yeah. Like, should we start yeah, with yeah, like I some have... of the smaller ones? Because I I mentioned something that like you didn't realize was a nomination, so I kind of want to like mention that. I'm gonna start from the bottom because I have the list pulled up here on yeah. the uh, official Oscars website, the nominations 2022. Uh, so I'm gonna start at the bottom. Uh, so least importantly, we have uh, best original screenplay. Uh, we have uh, Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Worst Person in the World. Uh, full disclosure, I've only seen Don't Look Up, and it was not good. I, I heard that. So. I didn't watch it. Um, I really liked Licorice Pizza yeah. a lot. It was my either number one or number two of the year because it keeps switching with Dune. And then I yeah, put, I know uh, uh, Justin saw Justin from the last episode saw that movie like fucking twice. Yeah, uh, it was really, it was really great. That. It was really exciting. <laughs> I really liked it. Yeah, I got I got to go see it. I heard there's uh maybe pedophilia in it? Question mark. Um <laughs> We talked about that last time, so I don't know. I haven't seen the yeah, movie, so I can't speak on that. It's like, you know, a questionable relationship because it's one of those classic situations where you have a 15-year-old boy and a 25-year-old lady um you know just everybody's been there um that type of yeah, thing yeah i've been there yeah but um, but anyway no i don't want to we're, we're not going to keep talking about uh licorice pizza two episodes in a fucking row right. uh, i still want to check it out i'm but... just i want to say um the fact that it's like it's not bad like like it's just it's never over sexualized so i feel like you can just like mm. if it bothers you i'm not gonna like tell you you're wrong for that but yeah. personally it didn't really bother me that's all I gotta say on that. Yeah. Okay. So pedophilia doesn't bother you, is what you're saying? That's a that's a hot take right there. Hmm. 
but it's it's okay because she's the older one in the relationship. She's predi- she's predatorizing uh, a young boy. Listen, within the context of the movie, it's not bothersome. <laughs> it's passable. Okay. Do you ever see? It, it, it's like the movie um, uh, "That's My Boy" with Adam Sandler, um, where they absolutely glorify this relationship in the beginning. Oh yeah, with of, the like, teacher, the child, yeah. and the teacher. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's actually I, it's, just I, like I, that. I was watching that at I was watching that at uh, work when I was working at Lucky Thirteen, and I'm like, I'm dumbfounded. I'm yeah. just like, holy shit, how's this movie exist? Yeah, it, disgusting. But um, <laughs> anyway, no, let's get back to let's get back on topic here. Yeah. Um, so now we have a adapted screenplay. I I'm not gonna read these. I'm not gonna read any of these. Dune's gonna win. They they filmed the unfilmable. Okay, they made Dune. It happened. It, it's gonna win adapted screenplay. What do you think? Fucking Drive My Car is gonna get best adapted screenplay or The Lost Daughter by Maggie Gyllenhaal? No, there are some movies that were nominated that I've never heard of before, like Coda. What is that? What what well, is let's Coda? Find out. I have never because like usually you know you have your your Oscar uh, Oscar hubbub right before the nominations, yeah. so you kind of know like what's going to be nominated ahead of time. But yeah, yeah, I've never heard of Coda, and that I was like, hmm, okay. um, never. In my there's life. a uh, it was scored it was scored by a deaf guy, so this movie must be hilarious. Okay, <laughs> I'm kidding, but uh, yeah, it it's uh, it's a movie. Yeah, I don't know. I it's uh, yeah, it's about deaf people. Um, I haven't seen it. I I'm interested. Like I liked Sound of Metal. Um, I used to take ASL classes. I retained none of it. So uh, lots of respect for the uh, deaf community out there. But uh, hmm. I I that's a big. I, it's not Dune. The death. Um, yeah. What about Power, but it's power not of the Dog? <laughs> power of the Dog for everything. Yeah, that's also something. You know what's I so seen. funny? Yeah, I haven't seen it. It, it lo- I like westerns. It looks good. It looks it's got a good cast, but. It's a Netflix exclusive. Remember when Beasts of No Nation had to like go through hell to oh, get nominated yeah. and it didn't because it was because it was all those like bullshit rules. Now it's yeah. like yeah, we don't care. Like there's no movies are coming out. Fucking Netflix movies, go for it. Netflix is releasing the most movies out of any studio this year. Yeah, and they have, they have like tw- like more than one coming out. They have more than one up for Best Picture. So that's it's crazy. Yeah, that's really. Yeah, don't I didn't even up. think about that. Yeah. Yeah, and just, just not even a, just a couple years ago, that would have been unheard of for a Netflix movie, a streaming-only film to be nominated. But either way, Dune's going to win uh, win that one. Now we have visual effects. Oh my god, you weren't kidding. Fucking free yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's like... No way! <laughs> do you remember when they were going to introduce the popular movie oh. award? Like if you... Yes! Yeah, that's what yeah, I they, think they the visual effects category kind of became. <laughs> because, like, look at what's nominated. It, it's like, That's crazy. It's so wow. fucking it's funny. Gonna... So, yeah, so speaking of what's nominated, we have Dune, Three Guy, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi, sorry, Shang-Chi, and Spider-Man. Now, realistically, out of all of these, Dune and No Time to Die are the only ones that should be on this list. Um, yeah, I agree. Come on. I don't know about... Come even on. No Time to Die. I don't know. Like... I don't know. There's nothing visually you, you, that you like... can't tell me with no time to die. You can't tell me that that opening action scene, the opening action scene with the um when, when the guys like running up to the car and shooting at uh what's her tits, Leah they do through that fucking window like that is great shit. Do you remember that scene where Rami Malek walks up to a door and he's got his little mask on and it's like you don't see his face because it's like hidden by the door. Ring! That was really cool. I liked that. Uh, the only thing I remember about that movie is that scene I just described with the car window being shot. The at. car window scene was cool. There's a lot of cool stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, 
it's whatever though i don't oh wait no there was also that other that that other really cool agent that girl that he was working with real quick for that one scene this girl shows up and she's like very kind of like ditzy but she kicks everyone's ass like that was that was fun i like i don't even like dune though like it, it looks fine but there's a lot of like stuff that is in it that's kind of like spotty looking like it's not enough that i think like it should win an oscar for best visual effects in spider-man and shang chi especially like i didn't see free guy but oh yeah yeah neither did i but (laughs) now but with with dune specifically there's one part that comes to mind when i think of um a shoddy visual effect and that's when you see the um the sand crawlers being lifted up by those balloons that only looked bad when i saw it at home though did you see dune and imax um i did and it stuck out to me uh there was a couple that other things i don't remember funky, what but, but everything else was great i don't know a lot of it too i think was just visually very flat and boring like I, you're fucking crazy i don't know listen i really like dune a lot i really really liked that movie a lot it made it into my maybe number one but maybe number two spot alternating with licorice pizza but i fucking hate <laughs> like the way it looks i don't know it just is such You're a fucking flat crazy. and boring like look to it and it sucks too because that scene in blade runner 2049 where ryan gosling goes to visit um harrison ford i almost called him hans zimmer ryan uh, but hans solo yeah <laughs> but um that scene that the way that desert like new york or la or wherever that was i don't remember it's been a little while it was vegas vegas. It was vegas but it was like all like how colorful and beautiful that desert was i wish they retained that look in dune and i get it because like dune's supposed to be hot and like the movie does have that just by looking at any frame of it like you get that like desert heat from it but i just wish it was like more visually striking especially because the book is like very psychedelic and it's like it it is but i see what they're what they're going for with that especially with i mean we don't know what the second movie's gonna have we're gonna you know we're gonna see a lot of crazy shit but like the sardaukar planet it was fucking awesome like come on oh but anyway was, oh, with, specifically yeah. <laughs> with specifically with arrakis yeah looking the way it does the second they get on that planet the whole point is that there is no safety they're they're on a world that is everything's trying to kill them there's no glory to it it's just miserable I... it's a fucking miserable world until they get into the desert with the fremen like that shit looked really cool but their part of arrakis that was left for them by the harkonnens looks like shit like that i'm okay with it It fits in and i yeah, granted yes i like, would like a real, i understand i like, would love a real colorful yeah. psychedelic dune but i understand thematically to do that why, right it has to be animated i don't i feel like you can pull it off because that desert in um blade runner is exactly like how i pictured it while reading the book like something like that like i feel like you can still give that atmosphere of like this dry and barren wasteland without making it something that looks just awful to look at but also, like, I understand thematically, uh, and if it's, like, an intentional thing, but, like, yeah, everything else, I guess, looks uh, like... I disagree. I guess my um, opinion of that begins and ends with Arrakis, but I guess that's Well, it's that. okay. We all know Free Guy's gonna win. We all know Free yeah. Guy's gonna win. <laughs> yeah. uh, moving on, we have Sound. Uh, again, I'm just gonna focus on the movies I give a shit about, and that would be West Side Story, No Time to Die in Dune. I did not see Power of the Dog or Belfast. Uh, I... I would not be surprised between Dune or West Side Story. Dune, man, we're sitting in that fucking theater uh, watching that shit in IMAX. So Dune, when we saw that in IMAX, uh, my partner Jenna, they had to wear um, uh, my AirPods 
because it was so loud. That shit will fucking shake your chest. And I'm not just saying, like, oh, loud is good, but I, I think the sound was very effective All in that right, film. Agree. And uh, it was very purposeful. So I give, it, I, I, I give it that. You know, you got little things floating around. They sound good. You got shit humming. They turn the fucking, uh, you know, they turn the shield, or the body shields on, and you hear that buzz. Like, it, everything's very clicky, and, and it feels like it's fucking there. I agree. I just rewatched it um, probably like two weeks ago with I just set up a little surround sound speakers in my room, and it was really cool. I had a really fun time just sitting there. I made myself a little drink, and it just yeah, it sounds Alcohol, great. Alcohol, eh? Um, it was that's freaking sweet. It, I mixed um, diet coke and grape juice. I'm joking, um, Ooh. but yeah. Diet Coke, good song. Anyway, uh, short film, live action, I don't care. Short film, animated, I don't care. No one cares. Production design, uh, we got Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog Again, Tragedy, Macbeth, and West Side Story. This one's tricky because as much as I want Dune to win, I think Tragedy and Macbeth, even though I haven't seen it, uh, just judging from what I heard from friends in the trailer, looks fantastic. And also, West Side Story did a real good job of, of making New York City feel fucking massive. Yeah, I, so. and Nightmare Alley also was fucking, like, oh, they, especially, like, the free, like, did you see Nightmare Alley yet? I did. Uh, there was something about that that was missing for me. Uh, I was talking about that uh, that the other day uh, with Jenna and how um, it, a lot of his movies just end up being build up for, like, like, you wonder why it's rated R for the entire film. Then you get to the last ten minutes and you're like, oh, that's why. But uh, I think yeah, the, everything with the freak just, show. It felt like there was something missing. Everything with the freak yeah, show, I that think, was is fun. perfect. I love it. I don't really like the movie too much when he like gets away from the freak show, but like everything with and speaking just from a production design standpoint, I think that movie's got a lot of merit because those sets and everything, uh, beautiful, beautiful. Sure. I love it. It looked great. Yeah, moving on, moving on. We have. Best original song. Uh, I don't fucking care. I don't think Billie I know Eilish any of these. Uh, so, if I'm being honest. Yeah. It, well, I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. It's going to go to Billie Eilish or Lin-Manuel just because they're big names. Um, I'm surprised original song uh, for Encanto wasn't uh, Don't Talk About Bruno or We Don't Talk About Bruno. Yeah. Because that song is like bigger than uh, Let It Go right now. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy for some reason. It really blew up when it went online. But then, hey, original score. Got a couple good ones right here. Uh, we have that awful Don't Look Up score. Uh, we have Dune, which I like. I don't like the Dune score either, gotta say. I I like it. It could be better. Hans Zimmer, I don't think, brought his A game. I just There's wish they went with somebody else. shit that he did. But... I wish they went with somebody yeah. more original than Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer's just such... It's like Aaron Sorkin is the screenplays. Where, like, they're very good mm. in their field. But it's, like, just get somebody else try something new they're well they're cookie cutter like yeah. cookies still taste good but it's you know you're getting mm. the same thing you got yesterday but in dune it's like oatmeal raisin where you're like mm, eh. i like oatmeal raisin though i think that's the difference that's where it comes <laughs> down to preference i just yeah but, um, i don't like that like wonder woman <laughs> sound effect that was like heavy prevalent in dune that like really irritated mm. me i just i really don't like the score especially because like when you look at that um what was the uh, 60s or 70s one? Um, Yodorowsky's, dude. David Lynch House. To- yeah. Uh, oh, With, like, the idea of oh, yeah. bringing in Pink Floyd to do the score for that. Like, that's fucking weird yeah. as shit. And that's such a cool, like, choice. And I just wish, like, they just did somebody outside the box. Like, maybe King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard or something fucking insane yeah. for, like, just such that, a specific, no, I, like, I, I thought, what a missed opportunity. 
I 100% agree. If you listen to some of the tracks on like Murder the Universe, I can I can really hear some of those working for Dune. And uh, not only that, but uh, also uh, something I, I just remembered too. Uh, originally, because Hans Zimmer is just so obvious for everything, you know. And apparently, he said that he he like invented fucking instruments for this shit, which I don't. It doesn't come through in the soundtrack. I don't hear that. <laughs> it's just that. the acapella but, um, noise, like whatever that. Oh, yeah, he invented that. <laughs> But, uh, well, that aside, um, Blade Runner 2049, originally LP, was supposed to do the soundtrack for that from uh, Run the Jewels. Oh, really? Yeah, that would have been dope. Oh, yeah. I, I, li- I like the Blade Runner 2049 score as is, though. That's on Simmer 2, though, right? That is also that, on that I don't feels, hate it, but... I don't, it feels more unique than, like, this. Like, the Dune score feels like just the most, like, standard Cheerios brand of a Hans Zimmer score. Like, it's just the most, like generic i think he's ever sounded it gets the job done but it doesn't in and of itself elevate any aspect yeah, of the film. yeah there's never a time where i'm just like wow like that song really made that scene uh so yeah uh eh, definitely not the best but i'm also not terribly offended by that yeah um but while while we're on the topic of uh scores though i always thought it'd be so fucking cool if death grip scored a horror film i i agree that would be, i just i really wish um people got more creative with who does the score because like what was junkie xl was like i don't know what he was he was like a dj or something but like that mad max fury road score is fucking sick that was awesome that sounded and then everything he did after that wasn't good (laughs) yeah but like i don't know like when you bring in like trent reznor like the first time you bring him in it's like you're just bringing the guy from nine inch nails in to do the score like that's that's a weird Mm. choice it's a weird thing to do and it works out. Yeah. Like, it sounds awesome. I just wish they would get more creative with this stuff. What also sucks is I know Candyman was on the short list for score. And, like, say what you will about the final product of that movie. I don't know if you've seen it. It's, I haven't it's seen pretty it good. It's not amazing, but I really enjoy it. But, like, the score is, like, so fucking memorable and unique from that movie. Huh. And I just wish, like, I don't know. It, it feels like, like Power of the Dog or Don't Look Up. Like, I'm sure they're fine in terms of score, but it just feels like that type of thing where, like, Oh, oh, we recognize this movie. Let's just put it here for every category. And I kind of hate when the Oscars get like that. I just wish they, like, yeah, actually tried to, like, do the best and not just give the same movie, like, ten nominations as if it's the best in every single category. Like, I don't know. Yeah, and I, 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 I am kind of longing for the days when, like, David Lynch will just get Toto to do the yeah, score. Yeah, like something for, like, weird Dune. like that. And it, it like, works out. Yeah, like, like a less score for choice. That, dude, yeah, the, is fucking It's awesome. great. <laughs> And then, yeah, it's then really Brian, fucking good. Brian Eno, like, came in on a track for that, and it yeah. sounded fucking great. And I just, like, that's what I'm longing for. I want something like that again. Like, just they could have gotten, like, David choices. Byrne or something. Maybe maybe yeah. for the sequel, <laughs> they'll let go Hans Zimmer. I, I yeah. also think... Do you have a straw? Do you have a straw um, for your drink I do not, there? but I will stop riding That you're shaking it. around? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> No, it's all right. Um, um, <laughs> what were you saying before I so rudely offended you to save this podcast? Yeah, I think <laughs> that I have lost my train of thought. So, oh, well, it's I'm okay. Sure if, you, it if you remember it later, just let me know. Oh, oh, um, um, I wanted, I, what I meant to say before was I think for this, like, the score that Hans Zimmer did fits what they were going for with this dune. I think if they did do a weirder choice, I don't know if it would have fit with this, like, very um serious dune had they gone with like the more psychedelic in nature thing i think that's when like something like king gizzard and the lizard wizard would work better 
but I also still yeah. think they would have worked for what they were going for with this. So yeah, again, I I think a band like King Giz can pull off something that is fitting and also unique for something like this. Uh, just given like what I said about like Murder of the Universe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, granted, I wouldn't want to hear any harmonicas in uh, Dune film, but still. I feel like it could work. Uh, anyway, I feel like it could work in the right context. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah, makeup hairstyling. Coming uh, to I don't America. Give a shit. Coming to America. You know what's good if it's got a two in it? House of Gucky. Uh, we got Cruella. Yeah. Um. I can. This. It's gonna go to Cruella. Cause you see, she's got really curly hair in that movie, and makeup oh, is like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That means that she had her hair done yeah international feature film uh what a fucking joke uh i haven't seen any of these so we're moving on then we have film editing uh very specifically for this one i do think dune uh deserves it and i'm not saying that as a fan uh granted haven't seen anything except for don't look up i heard tick tick boom could be good yeah they had some but, cool stuff uh, in tick tick boom like i wouldn't be i just think upset about that yeah, I mean, I also think that the way they handled a lot of the um, the a lot of Paul's visions in Dune were very effective. Uh, uh, so... Oh, oh, yeah, uh, kind of <laughs> going back to the visual effects thing. The other thing that like really stands out to me is that shot of Paul, like the vision in the future where he like it reveals his helmet. It's just <laughs> he lifts his Timothy, head the Power Rangers, yeah, yeah, Timothy Chalamet's head like superimposed on it. It felt like something out I of don't Wonder think... Woman. Yeah, I don't think they shot anything specifically for that. I think they just took, like, a pre-existing image of his face and, like, slapped it in there. I don't think they're like, all right, Tim, for yeah. this scene, you gotta look serious. I think they're just like, oh, we have this shot, let's just fucking use it, like they did for Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, Which, that's so funny, too, how Spider-Man No Way Home was nominated, even though it, uses, oh, it reuses so much footage from other Spider-Man There's movies. so much stuff yeah, that, like, so I know when weird. we first saw it, the first thing Connor said, like, as soon as we left, was like yeah yeah like i don't know if you noticed this but that sandman like <laughs> that image of him was from spider-man yeah. 3 and i'm like oh yeah that makes so much more sense because it's so that weird stuck out. but then there's also just stuff like there's that shot of um toby mcguire reaching out of the statue of liberty and it's like wow that looks like it's straight out of like spider-man 2 or something and it fucking was it's like <laughs> it's kind of insane the level of like how they did that uh we have best directing uh, which very silly because Denny is not nominated. I, yeah, that really like have... surprised me. I really thought like, because it's like if yeah. if there is one like if you don't like Dune, the one thing that you can't really complain about is the directing. Like that is like, like I don't know. It's definitely like the strongest part of that movie. It's insane. Yeah. Um, but for that we have Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Don't care. Drive my car. Don't care. Licorice pizza. Very possible. Um, Jane Campen for uh, uh, Power of the Dog and Spielberg for West Side Story. Going with the obvious, it's probably going to be Spielberg or Paul Thomas Anderson. But then again, Oscar's so woke, I say we give it to an Asian or we give it to the lady. Uh, either way, I don't fucking care because... It's going to be Kenneth Branagh. Belfast is going to fucking <laughs> sweep the floor. Belfast is going to sweep. But uh, yeah, I, for that, I, I don't care. Um costume design uh again i would love it for it to go to dune you never see the same costume used twice in that fucking movie uh west side story has some fantastic dresses i'll give it that yeah holy fucking shit and and, and the use of color with those fucking dresses oh, awesome especially yeah. when uh when they're hanging out with all the ladies later on in the film like 
Oh, so good. I'm surprised at how much I like that movie. That was fucking That sick. movie is like... Yeah, it was, it was really that good. That movie is not for me. Like, I should hate that movie on paper, but I, I had a great time with it. I kept I love making it. fun of it, like, leading up to it, because it's like... Same, you know, it's yeah. this take on race relations done by this 80-year-old white man. I don't know how old Spielberg is, but I'm like, you know, like, what, he's older. what insight is he going to, like, add? But then, it like, it kind of fucking works. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, like... Yeah, hot, hot off the heels... Hot off the heels of uh, Ready Player One. Uh, this is his best movie since Tintin. Oh, no, I'm excited. Uh, best for, live uh, action movie since War of the Worlds. I can't think of the name of it, but the one he's got coming out this uh, November with Seth Rogen and David Lynch. Like, coming yeah, off of West Side Story, fuck? like, I am so fucking excited for that movie. Yeah. Like, it's probably my top shot. five, like, most anticipated for the year now. Like, it's just so fucking, like, what is that? Yeah, and I love seeing, I love seeing David Lynch act, too. He was great and lucky. Uh, with uh, Harry Dean Stanton, directed by John Carroll Lynch, really good actor, really good director as well. So if you, uh, sorry, I had to burp, but yeah, if you haven't seen Lucky, that's a really good one. Um, good, uh, good swan song for Harry Dean Stanton's career. Uh, rest in peace to the greatest American actor. But anyway, costume design, I'm giving it to Dune. I'm giving it to Dune. Cinematography, again, I'm gonna give it to Dune. But. I would also not be surprised if West Side Story or Tragedy of Macbeth got it. Um, I kind of feel like it should go to West Side Story, if I'm being honest. I haven't seen Tragedy of Macbeth yet, um, and I would like to, especially for the Oscars. But, like, I don't know. I think just being old Hollywood, West Side Story has, like, just that feeling to it that I feel like a lot of things have been lacking. And Dune has it, but not to the extent that West Side Story does. So, I don't know. West Side Story feels like a movie out of time. Yeah, like, it's just so, like... like that really does feel like it's a thing. Um, stairwell scene where he's, like, outside of her house is just yeah. so fucking visually interesting. Yeah. And it's, like, that could have been, like, the most, like, do-it-by-numbers musical number. But, like, it fucking works so well. The puddle shot? I mean, come on. The puddle shot? Yeah, no, I love it. Uh, I love the uh, the splashes of like red and blue for the lens flare. Yeah, uh, I really thought that was a nice. When they're touch. walking into uh, the no, um, awesome. salt house or whatever that is, and you have like their shadows intersecting. Yeah, Ooh, that was so fucking cool. Yeah, and shit got fucking real yeah. with that scene. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. And then like all like the rapey shit later on, like that got yeah. fucking creepy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I, I fucking love that movie. But anyway, um, moving on, we have animated feature. Uh, I could not give a shit. I think it's hilarious that Ryan the Last Dragon yeah, is on that, this list next to Encanto. That feels honestly like I even forgot like that movie came out at all. I didn't see it. Yeah, uh, never going to. No, no one I did. I didn't see Mitchell's versus the Machines, but I wanted to because that movie's hilarious. It looked really cool, but it like yeah. I don't know. It just going straight to Netflix. I just completely it fell off my radar, and then yeah. I forgot about it until like i didn't even well, remember that came out this year it's like holy shit okay yeah in in classic uh lord and miller fashion it's definitely a spaghetti movie where they throw a shit ton of jokes at you very fast and you're not gonna laugh at all of them but you're not gonna register the ones you didn't laugh at because you're already laughing at the next mm. joke and it's also got people that worked on gravity falls too okay so it's got that kind of sense of humor as well so uh yeah if, if like if you liked like the lego movie um very similar like pace okay. for the jokes. It's very jokey, jokey, jokey. Oh, that joke wasn't good, but again, too late. I'm already laughing at the next one. 
So it, it's uh, it's got that going for it. Uh, also, man, like they they put Flea on here. Like you you have like one serious fucking movie <laughs> clumped with all these kids movies. That that's so fun. It's such a joke. I fucking hate the Oscars. That's so funny to me. But um, uh, actress in supporting role. Um, uh, what uh fucking. Who is it? I can't remember her name. Anyway, um, I don't know what I was going for with that. But either way, uh, yeah, I don't care about any of these because I haven't really seen yeah uh, a lot of these movies. Uh, I would say uh, give it to West Side Story. Give it to Ariana Dubois. Yeah, I'm gonna ride or die with that. Why not? Why not? But uh, moving on with that, what actually really pisses me off: actress in leading role. Uh, the girl that played Maria should have fucking gotten nominated. What the yeah. hell happened there? She was she was the best part of that fucking movie. I did see an interview with uh, Ansel Elgort where he was talking about, Ugh. like, he was like, yeah, after we cast her, I went to her high school to go see her in Shrek the Musical. But it's like the fact that he was, like, allowed into a high school. Like, come on. Come on. <laughs> hey. Um, but uh, either way, yeah, for best actress in leading role, uh, I Olivia Coleman, like, she's she always gets it. So I wouldn't be surprised, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, that poor girl from West Side Story, whose name escapes me at the moment, she should have been nominated because holy shit, when she's sad, you're sad. When she's happy, you're fucking well, happy. I mean, like she pulls your emotions. That's kind of like Nicole Kidman. Um, every time I see a movie at AMC, and then Nicole uh-huh. Kidman comes on screen. Oh God! And she reminds me that heartbreak feels good in a place like this. So I think this is yeah. a case of like she's really being nominated for that, but they can't say that. So they have to nominate her for like something more artsy. I think that's what's like happening there. Like the Hulu exclusive being the Ricardos. I think it was an Amazon, which is movie. hilarious. I, or I Amazon, whatever. The f- I don't know. Um, it's also just a streaming movie. Um, actor in supporting role, a bunch of people I don't know, but I like Jesse Plemons and J.K. Simmons. So that's yeah, my that, answer. So like, I was I had no idea that J.K. Simmons was even in being the Ricardos. And I had no idea that Cody Smith McPhee was in The Power of the Dog. So that was like kind of cool to find out, I guess. It's nice that they're up for something. I like both of them. Yeah. Weird looking kid. Uh, actor in leading role. Um, man, slim pickings with this. Why not Nicolas Cage from Pig? Why not uh, What's-Her-Face from uh, Titan that didn't get nominated for anything? Yeah, I, I, that... That should have been up for like best foreign film at yeah. least. Like, why not Glenn Danzig from uh, Death Death Rider, or Death Death uh, Horseman, whatever the fuck that uh, shitty Western movie he released uh, that no one saw but me. Um, but no, yeah, it, what a weird like. It just feels like Dev that Patel thing where they're from like, fucking. It's just like they know that these movies are like the Oscar movies, so it's like just because it got nominated in other categories, it's like oh, they must be up for. Like, I'm, I'm sure Benedict Cumberbatch was fine in Power of the Dog. But, like, what is it about Power of the Dog that, like, it deserves, like, every nomination? Like, I just, I don't know. Like, because... it just, it, I don't believe that any movie can be good at everything and that only these movies are. Well, I have your answer. is because they didn't nominate any other women because the Academy didn't see any fucking movies. <laughs> so, Julia Dacanu, who directed fucking uh, Titan, didn't get nominated because no one saw that movie, even though that movie should be nominated for fucking everything. Uh, it, these people just don't watch movies. So, they're all, I don't know if you've noticed, but every single one of these films came out within the past, like, two or three months. Yeah. So they just said like, "Oh shit, we got to put this list together. We, f- we totally forgot about that." So let's see what's uh, let's see what's on Netflix today. Power of the Dog. Okay, I know that guy. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that's exactly how they fucking did this. Makes so me miss, it, it's a fucking joke. The, I feel like the last year where like I was actually intrigued by the Oscars was the 2018 Oscars. I don't know if you remember it. Yeah. But it was like best picture was like Lady Bird, Shape of Water, Get Out. No. Yeah, Get Out was up for best picture. Yeah. Um, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Like awesome fucking all of those were great like 2017 yeah. was such a cool year and it was like the last good year for movies granted the past yeah like, anybody could have won and i would have been yeah, fine with it. like the pa- oh phantom thread was also up that year like the past couple of mm. years have been kind of like lackluster sure because like pandemic and everything whatever whatever but it's like i don't know ever since like 2017 i feel like movies have taken like <laughs> a no- nothing cool and yeah. exciting and like that was such an exciting year like seeing get out get nominated like this horror movie from yeah. february goes up for an oscar like that's fucking sick and that's such a cool like thing to have happened you know another thing i realized oh never mind i, I was gonna say no a24 films but uh tragedy macbeth yeah. is uh, a24 but wait so uh, oh my god wait i just remembered another fucking thing oh uh, it slipped my brain um fuck what was it i'm so mad i don't remember what the fuck i was gonna say i had i had a slam dunk of a point to make um i'm sure you did but no it's it's just it's oh yeah imagine being fucking uh like the green knight your movie gets delayed like crazy and then it's good great performances visual you want to talk about visual fucking effects Mm. you know you want to talk about adapted fucking screenplay yeah yeah (laughs) best leading actor like what the fuck is going on like that movie granted it loses me a little bit in the middle but that first act is fucking amazing, or, and the ending you know really nails it. Even Red Rocket getting shut out Makeup? completely, like Red Rocket just came out fucking... Christmas Day. It's like, yeah, but but no, even even uh, just going back to uh, Green Knight, makeup yeah. costumes, fucking nothing. It's ridiculous. What is it? Because it came out too early in the year, and these people forgot about it, or they just didn't see it. They don't watch movies. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Again, that's coming from people talking about movies on a video game podcast. Hello. Oh, is that what we're on right now? This yeah, is a video game podcast? That's what we're we can talk about Ratatouille anyway, for this, too. Real quick, uh, Best Picture, the the big shebang. We have Belfast, Coda, two movies I haven't seen and won't. <clears throat> don't Look Up, which isn't that good. Drive My Car, which I won't see. Dune, uh, King Richard, I don't care. Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley. I think Nightmare Alley was just nominated because the last, I, the last film won. I, I was really glad that it was nominated. I completely, like... I thought it was going to get completely shut out, and I'm glad to see that it wasn't. I think it's well-deserved of some recognition, because yeah. I thought it was sick. And it's also, like, nobody like Disney released it the same day they released Spider-Man. Nobody saw it when it came out. It's getting a little more attention now that it's on HBO Max, but still, like... So that was nice to see. That was, like, the only thing that, like, surprised me. Everything else is so, like... Yeah, okay. Like, I don't know. You Like, the fact that we know what's going to get nominated for Best Picture going up to it is, like, kind of crazy. Yeah. It's a bunch of movies that came out in the past couple of days. Uh, but yeah, no, I think it's going to be Power of the Dog that's going to win. Yeah, I think so, uh, too. Because I'm pretty sure that's the only uh, woman director. Um, actually, I think Belfast is going to win because Belfast is going to sweep out the night. Because um, I don't know if you've seen Belfast. Kenneth Branagh. Uh, Kenneth Branagh directed it. Um, and his new movie, Death on the Nile, opens up tomorrow. <laughs> Oh God, you're right. <laughs> yeah. The only the only U.S. film to get a release in China this year. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. <laughs> they they really they imagine being the person that cut together that trailer and all the people you can't show in that trailer to fill the Nile. 
That's my but favorite like, quote. You have you have like our army oh, hammer yeah. who like you can't show him, him off in the film. On the poster. Like they are like <laughs> proud to it's, have him like, in it. He's not he's not in the trailer, even though he's a fucking cannibal rapist or something. I don't know. Uh satire if 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 he's not. But um and then you have uh that that uh that little girl from Black Panther who like kept shutting down oh. productions because <laughs> she's like a fucking anti vax conspiracy <laughs> nut. And it's like you have all these fucking awful people in this movie. Gal Gadot, yeah. who apparently um did you see that interview with um uh oh god, Joss Whedon? Where he's just like, Gal Gadot doesn't even know English. Like, you know, we gotta listen to her. It's like, what the fuck? What are you was talking this about, his, like, asshole? apology, quote-unquote, thing where he's just yeah. like, that, that was insane. What a they're, fucking They're calling dick. him out on being an asshole, yeah. and he's just like, well, she doesn't even speak English. He, like, what the fuck are you talking about? about? He was like, um, yeah, like, people should feel bad for me. Like, I feel pressured to have sex with these women because they're hotter than me, and had I not been a director, they wouldn't even talk to me. It's like, what the fuck are yeah. you, like... I don't know, man. Mind blowing. Yeah, what a tour. Oh god, so funny. I love that. That's that made my year when I when I read that article. <laughs> I saw him just like, yeah, she doesn't even know fucking English. Oh my god. But um, yeah, no, some crazy snubs this year, man. I I think uh, Pig is one of my favorites of the year, and that got jack shit, uh, which blows my fucking mind. Nick Cage for best actor. Come on, that would have been that would have cool. awesome. That would have been really cool to see. That would have been. Awesome. I'm so he excited. He would have gotten it. His, his uh, Dracula Renfield movie. I'm so fucking on board for that. That's sick. He's got some crazy shit coming down the That's pike. The, like, the fact that he's going to be in, like, another, like, commercially mainstream movie is so fucking cool. That's awesome. A few of them. A few of them. Oh, yeah, he's got uh, that, um... Unbearable Weight yeah, of Massive with, uh, Talent. What's his name? Um, uh, Pedro with, Pascal. Uh, or whatever yeah, his with name the Mandalorian. Is. Yeah. yeah, that looks cool. That looks really fun. Yeah. I, I think the trailer is uh, going for a little more lower common denominator humor, uh, just because it has like that like uppity pop song, yeah. and, you know, the quick cuts and all that. But I think like the subject matter of that film, like the actual film, I, I'm excited for. Um, is this the one? It's just a funny idea. Is there was one point going to be a movie about Nicolas Cage's Superman comic getting stolen? Is that what this is, or is this just a separate movie about Nicolas Cage? I haven't heard of that. Yeah, it was. I think he was trying to make it. I think he was gonna like write and direct it or something. This could have been a fever dream, but he had like a valuable Superman comic. (laughs) Did you have COVID recently? (laughs) (laughs) He had. This was like maybe a decade ago. I remember hearing about this. Maybe probably less. Like maybe five years ago or something. I don't know. It was a while ago. But he was gonna direct a movie about the time that somebody in real life stole his Superman comic. And it was going to be, like, kind of, like, a parody exaggeration of that true story. But, like, I don't know if that's, like... Because I don't really know too much about the plot of this, other than Nicolas Cage is playing himself and Pedro Pascal's a fan. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if that's what this movie is going to be, or if I just completely pulled that out of the ether and made that up being a thing. No, I've never heard of that, but that sounds great. No, this one, um, he plays himself, and, uh, like, in real life, he's in a crazy amount of debt, and he needs to make money. And he owes a bunch of people money. So um, this uh, Neil Patrick Harris tells him that there's this uh, rich dude that's a huge fucking fan that wants to have him over for one of his parties. So uh, he's gonna give him a couple million bucks to come to like come at a, come to a party or something. And shenanigans ensue. Uh, I guess there's like a, a chase or something. I don't know the plot beyond that, but apparently it's incredibly self-aware and it's a warts and all kind of look at like. The fact that he owes everybody fucking money. <laughs> That's fucking sick. That's so cool. What a cool yeah. guy. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess he can weird. at this point because his, his career is like 100% back. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't think he's in debt that much anymore. What is it? So like, Spectre Vision single-handedly, like, resurrected yeah. him. And you don't you don't see him... You don't see him in those, like, direct-to-redbox movies yeah. all that much anymore. So I think his, like, career is kind of, like, back on track, and I'm really happy about that. And he's, he's playing Dracula. That's, that's And he's going to so be playing Dracula. Cool. He's goth. Yeah. He, it's gonna be, he said it's going to be, like, a real goth kind of Dracula. That's that sounds fucking so fucking awesome. funny. What a cool time to, like, be alive. Yeah. There's so much shit, like, funny that dude. That's, so, like, that's great. So did excited. you did you see his shotgun? He had like a shotgun wedding in Vegas with this like twenty five year old girl, and they immediately got a divorce like five days later. No, I did not. <laughs> yeah, this is recently. This is this is like I think like a year or two years ago. Nice. What a oh, cool so guy. Funny. I, yeah, what a cool guy. Uh, marrying women that are a uh, quarter of his age. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> getting a divorce five days later. That's yeah, that's what I'm gonna achieve one day. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, if anything ever happens to my partner now, I'm definitely going to go off the deep end like that and just, like, marry somebody I should have no business being with and go to Vegas and just get all my, get rid of all my money. Um, that'd be awesome. That's pretty cool. I didn't know drink, that. I would, I, would, I would pull a uh, uh, Leaving Las Vegas. I'd just uh, drink myself to death. Do you ever see that movie? It's hilarious. No, but I did see Last Vegas with Robert De Niro. This has nothing to do with that, unfortunately, but that would be kind of funny. Um, do you want to talk about Jackass? Do we have time? Talk a little bit about Jackass. Yeah, forever? let's talk. About, yeah, yeah. Um, so right off the bat, both of our uh, partners walked out of the film. Um, so it's good to be hanging out with the fellas again. This, it's good to be this seeing uh, Steve-O and Josh. I really wish that I got the boys together for uh, to yeah, go see. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it. Were there people in the theater with you when you saw it? There were a few. There was like a family. Um, there, there was yeah. There's a family, and then there was like these like four incredibly overweight men. Okay. And they were having a ball. They were coughing their asses off. But uh, yeah, I was supposed to go see it with a few friends, but then like plans changed, so I just wanted to go see it with Jenna. And like, it's just it's not their humor, so like yeah. I don't care. Like to each their own. They've never seen anything related to Jackass. Yeah. So they're just like to me, like to them, which was a very unique perspective actually because like i grew up watching jackass so to me i was i was just excited i have but then not. somebody who's <laughs> never seen it before this yeah is... well they've never seen it before yeah. and they're just like i don't know these people i have no connection that, that's to this. the I thing care. i've realized because like when when like leading up to this movie the trailer fascinated me because like i knew about jackass mm. being a thing but i never really knew what really? it was like i knew johnny knoxville and steve-o but that was like where my knowledge yeah. of this franchise like stopped and I was so intrigued because I'm like, what, like, what is this? Like, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. But it would like, I don't know. The trailer would just annoy me because I'm like, I don't know these people, and it just seemed like a bunch of like dude bros, just hurting themselves. Yeah. But I've, I'm writing a paper on the franchise, and like I'm doing a deep dive through it right now. So I've seen wow, Jackass one and two. I've seen half of yeah. three. I still got to finish three, and then I saw four. So like going into it with that context. It really makes all the difference, like, kind of knowing who One these people thing, are. I think what would really benefit you, uh, if, you if you're going to be researching it, um, try to – I used to have the – I wish I still had this fucking – I used to have the box set of all the uh, original sh- uh, episodes and a bunch of bonus features and shit. That, I'm having a really um, hard time finding the show because it's not like I'm, yeah. so, I'm on Paramount Plus right now to get through, like, MTV yeah. stuff. And it's not even there. It's so, like I don't know where to find this. 
it's crazy. There's a lot. Well, the, I know there's a lot of licensing issues, like Beavis and Butthead, with a lot of the music. Mm. So, um, so that could be a, that could be a factor. But uh, I wish I still had this fucking box. I'm so pissed off. But either way, I think it'd be beneficial if you watch the point five films. Yeah, because after yeah, I'm gonna after the releases. And those are mainly, like, behind-the-scenes documentaries. Yeah, so is it, like, an of... extended cut with that in it, or is it, like, an alternate movie, almost? I'm pretty... Uh, to my to the best of my recollection, I'm pretty sure it's, like, an, al- it's like a, an alternate, like... It's shorter, and it's okay. mostly, like, behind-the-scenes documentary. That, that's the stuff but I'm they're all, But they're still, in. like... Like, I just want to see... Yeah. Like, I like them more than the I actually care about... The stunts that don't work the, out. Yeah, like, that's so... I've been watching a ton of, like, Steve-O's YouTube videos... And it's just like it, I just yeah. like hearing them talk. Like they're just such interesting yeah. people. Stevo's awesome. Like Stevo really turned. I mean, no, the, no, I don't think none of them do drugs anymore except for Bam. That's why he didn't yeah. come back for this one. Yeah, and that's the um, like I, I kind of depressing. Jackass Forever might be my favorite one so far. I haven't finished three, mm-hmm. but it's also like I wish Bam like all the luck. I guess I don't know what the phrase would be. I wish him well. But I also cannot stand him, and he is the one, like, in all these movies, that if I had to have a conversation with him, I know I would just, like, oh, he just gets under my skin. I watched an MTV Cribs video with them from, like, right after the first one came out, and most of them yeah. seem how they are in the movie, but, like, Bam is just such a fucking tool in it, and it's, like, I get it, he's the youngest, whatever, whatever, but, like, he's hitting his dad and stuff in it, and it's just, like, oh, I don't know, man. He... He definitely has the most arrested development out of the group. Um, but then, like, you, you see the the crazy transformation of Steve-O. Like, yeah. you know, full-on vegan animal rights activists. Like, real real crazy shit there. Uh, the same guy that swallowed and vomited uh, Goldfish in one of the early episodes. That was, like, his first big thing. That was his, like, audition for Jackass. They were like, "What can you do?" Because he was like a carny at the time. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, what can you do?" Like, they're like, the, I think like the car broke down or something, so they're trying to figure something out. And he's like, oh, I, "I can go to this. Uh, I can go eat. I can swallow a goldfish and puke it back up." So then uh, he does that, and then that's that. They're like, "All right, you're in." And uh, the rest Steve is history. Then he gets his, thank you. Then he gets his ass um, pierced shut because he's tired of shitting. That was a lot of fun. Oh, was that in the uh, show? Yeah, cr- good stuff. That might have been in the show i don't remember if it was in one of the movies i think it was the show but yeah they go to the tattoo parlor and he's like i'm tired of shit and then they uh they pierce his ass they both cheeks together that yeah, i don't like watching them um i really don't like jackass too <laughs> it just feels so like really it's so mean i don't remember i don't remember specifically it's, yeah uh, i mean they all kind of start to blend together but there oh, there's yeah. a certain wholesomeness to jackass forever that I really appreciated, and it's just like Jackass Two just feels so mean and like mean spirited, and like Steve-O puts like a oh. fish hook through his cheek and stuff, and yeah. it's like I don't know, like I'm not into like the more gross out aspects of it, I guess anything oh, that involves yeah. well, sh- actual shit, I'm like mm, okay, or like yeah, they eat like vomit the one, eggs um, at one point. The the fifty eggnog challenge was a real barn burner. Uh, there was the one where they're giving each other paper cuts on the webbings of their yeah. fingers and toes oh, and their, and their mouth, the yeah. sides Ugh. of their mouth. Yeah. And, like, it, it's crazy. You know, it, it, of course, you know, the whole get is shock value. Right. I mean, what do you – we were talking about Nightmare Alley earlier. Uh, what did people do for entertainment back then? they go to carnivals and watch people bite the heads off yeah. of chickens. Yeah. You know? Oh, look, look at the bearded lady. It's just, like – it's just someone with more hair than you. It's, like – the the freak show so it's a continuation of that and now granted yeah. it's kind of obsolete because we have youtube or at least it was for a little while but seeing this movie it wasn't like oh i'm so excited to see what they're gonna do next this big thing 
it's just me saying like, oh wow, I haven't seen these guys yeah. in a while. It'd be nice it to catch up. Give me that vibe, you know. And like, I kind of am yeah. envious of everybody who got to grow up with them because, like, I feel like this movie does nostalgia in a really nice way, where it's mm. it's not just constantly like, oh man, remember this. But when it is that, it's like genuinely feels like catching up with old friends talking about things that have happened, and that that's really cool. Mm. And I feel like that's something that like movies aren't able to do because like. The new Spider-Man's not really able to, like, have Tobey Maguire be like, hey, man, remember back in the day when we did this and have it not feel like just a reference? It's just a part of having genuine human conversation, which I think is just, like, I don't know. It's really neat that these movies are able to do that. And I'm really interested in, like, the more behind-the-scenes aspects of these things. It's really cool. You're going to like the the point fives, then. Definitely check those out. Those are a lot more insightful. Um, and they're all, and they're still fucking hilarious. Uh, if you're into that kind of humor, I mean, there's, it, it's funny. It's the duality of Matt where like on one hand you, it, it's like Kevin Smith humor where mm. on one hand you have like the, the more educated, like more thought out, or at least with his early stuff, more thought out shit. And then you also have the dick and fart jokes. So like anyone can kind of get into that. Jackass is more so the dick and fart jokes, but uh, there's also a cleverness to it to where they're just like, oh yeah, it'd be a lot of fun if we built this massive thing and like launched me and did this. And it's like, oh, that's fun. Like they have the budget to get away with these crazy stunts that they couldn't do when they were crashing uh, shopping carts into each other. You know? It, it kind of feels like a real life Looney Tunes. I gotta stop saying you know. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. kind of, and like Johnny Knoxville is literally launching himself on a giant, like, Acme rocket at one point. Like, it's kind yeah. of fascinating. He's like a real-life Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And you just watch him do this shit, and he's just like a showman through it, through and through. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. if anybody else was doing this, and I think that's why, like, the YouTube videos of, like, random people doing crazy stuff just doesn't have an appeal to me. Like, all of it is just made from the fact that, like, you can tell these guys are actually friends in real life and are just, like, yeah. it's that thing of, like, when you get this group of people together and it's like, dude, wouldn't it be funny if this happened? And then they just fucking do it. Like, that's great. And I think it's nice to, like, be able to see that translate into film. And I feel like that's part of the reason why it has such a broad appeal as it does. Because, like, if it was just, like, like, I don't know, I'm not necessarily laughing at dicks, like, oh, man, there's a penis. That's that's a pretty clever joke. Yeah. Like, that stuff usually doesn't, fun. like you know make me laugh but like in in that same breath though like if my friends got together and like got kicked in the balls i guess like that's a funnier thing to have happened you know like yeah i'm not gonna laugh at a stranger doing sort of, that but i feel like these translate to that it sort of feels like these films exist in a bubble to where like i i don't feel bad giving jackass forever a five out of five if you want to like put a rating on it because it's really its own thing like the whole point is did you laugh did you have fun? Yeah. There you go. It's a good movie. It's not like giving, you know, uh, Snowpiercer or Shin Godzilla like a, like a 10 out of 10. Like, there's a lot more going into crafting a story than there is just having fun. And there's a lot of creativity involved with this, too. But, uh, yeah, it, it's just like, it's really just its own beast. It's It feels like a Fathom event, like a special event that you would go to a theater That's and see. Fair. It doesn't feel like, yeah. it's not like a movie, you know? It was cool. My theater was packed when I saw it. And just like that contagious laughter was fucking awesome there was a woman next to me like losing her mind at everything and like even stuff that i wasn't like genuinely like laughing at just getting that environment like made me laugh more than i would have otherwise but and Mm. that was cool too to like see a comedy in theaters and guess what (gasps) it it wasn't racist or homophobic (laughs) like you can tell these like this early 2000s sense of humor without being racist or homophobic or sexist it's like yeah it's not hard at all 
Actually, I think one of my favorite jokes in the movie was uh, a little more on the woke angle, if you wanna if you wanna say it like that. They have uh, the one new girl. She's getting the um, the Botox for the scorpion Botox, and the scor and Chris and, and Pontius is holding the scorpion and it falls and lands uh, yeah. on her boob. <laughs> And she's like, she's like, I, and everyone's like freaking out. And he goes, yeah, Yo, you have to give me permission to do that first. And she goes, like, if you can say, get it off. And like, that was fucking hilarious. It, it, like, like, but like, it doesn't that, feel it like work. it's making fun of like, <laughs> no, it just felt like a no, genuine, you can tell, like, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all, they're all like e- evenly trading blows to each other. Like, which God, like, just, that, that, she, insane. she licked, she licked a taser, man. Like, that's crazy. I love that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those new uh, guys yeah, are the really balls fun these too. Like nobody in this movie irritated me. And, like, for the most no. part, other than, like, Bam Margera sometimes, like, he gets on my nerves. But even then, like, I don't think it's, like... like he's, he's not in this one. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I'm just speaking, like, generally about the franchise. But there's nobody in this that, yeah. like, bothered me in any degree. And, like, that's kind of difficult to do when you're bringing in a new cast. Because, like, with anything, that always, like, oh, this is the younger generation. Like, they're always just annoying. But I thought these guys were fun. I liked them. Poopsie. Yeah. Um, and then the big guy with tattoos. That fucking idiot. They were fun. Yeah. I liked them. They didn't do they, much, they, but like, it worked. They kept up, and it it kind of shows that like, they're you know they're they're still in it. They're they're they're, they're game is is what I liked. Where it's like you know the, the old crew. Of course, you can go up to Stevo and and he'll fucking do anything. Sure, but like when you have somebody who's not in that dynamic, still be game to do some crazy fucking shit, like tap dancing on an electric floor, yeah. and then get a bunch of pig semen dumped on you. Like that's so fucking funny. Yeah. Um. So uh. Yeah, it's stuff like that. I I really don't mind. Um, I I see obviously I see where people have issues with it because again you're not going for a narrative. It's not a film. Yeah. It's a clip show. Uh, so when you know I, I'm not gonna get offended like you know like you, you know Eve or anyone if they're just like yeah not for me yeah I, you know, yeah exactly. Whatever. No, I get it completely. Yeah, I don't... and it, it's just one of those things where like right. I don't even know like to what degree I like this. Like I guess it is like if I'm there and laughing, it's fine. I don't really want yeah. to like view it has like like you were saying like as a movie it's just kind of yeah. it, it's so but it, i'm just fascinated by the um the capability this has to do that because it's just like there's mm-hmm. other things like i'm sure like like when people saw um jane silent bob reboot i saw like a lot of reviews that were like yeah, it was like uh. it was like catching up with old friends but it's like that feels like catching up with old friends if your friends were like a barbie doll or something that just feels really fake and plasticky and like you have like the makeup to try and make them look younger a little bit like that like weird cellophane look to them but like this movie gen like it feels way more genuine (laughs) than like most other things that are trying to be like that there was also a real cynical cheapness to that jay and silent bob movie like you you see some of those sets and it's like what the fuck is going on this is like three sheets of cardboard and and you're calling it a comic store meanwhile you literally own a fucking comic store that oh you can god shoot yeah at. you it's still like yeah brody's fucking thing that's yeah there's so much about that movie that i'm just like i don't know like it's i saw it i thought it was like i didn't hate it while watching it or anything but i just like that's like the closest thing i feel like i can compare in my mind to what jackass is like but jackass does it way better where you just have this like revival of this edgier thing and like all the stuff that tried to make it sound more woke and jay and silent bob like just didn't translate for me very well i hate that like when people are like no look at us we're self-aware and i feel like the jackass movie like avoided that which i'm still fascinated by because you have this group of white men who are being filmed and recorded at all times and there's nothing that like comes up that's 
crazy yes. to have happen. Like I just it shouldn't be as fascinating as it is, but it's like Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, I I I had a great time with it. I again, uh for me something like this uh it just feels like a, uh, an event that yeah. you just see at a movie theater, you know? I hope it doesn't make, feel like uh, I'm going to see a film. Hope they make 20 25 more of these. Give me another 26. Another 26 Jackass. Yeah, Jack uh, Jackass Unlimited. Yeah. I want Jackass Unlimited. I want um, Jackass Returns. Jackass and uh, Robin. Night Living Jackass. Yeah, Jackass. <laughs> it's like Mad Libs. It's like Son of, you know, son of Jackass. Uh, uh, just give it all kinds of names. Um, the Jackass Picture Show. But yeah, no, fun stuff. Uh, definitely go see it with friends. I think I'm going to go see it again uh, this weekend. I would like uh, with to my see it dad again. And brother. I would hope I, well, yeah. I hope I get another packed theater experience because I think that like definitely added to it. And with Death in the Nile being the only thing coming out this week, really, like I feel like the odds of that are pretty good. Hey, we're we're also getting Uncharted soon. We get to look forward to that. Oh yeah, I think that's next week. Yeah, yeah. So epic. Um, but anyway, uh, Vonnegut, was there anything else that you wanted to mention no. uh, before we close out this episode of Casuals, the movie podcast? No, I think um, that's it. Yep. You can awesome. Is there anything that you wanna that you wanna pitch? Uh, any social media? You yeah, share, you can follow me on? on Instagram at Vonnegut. And I wanted to mention to you, Matt. Um, me what? and Connor are working on a Vinny B Valentine's Day comedy special. So Ooh. that's all I'm gonna say about it here. But I'm gonna text you about it okay. later because it's, it's I'm really yeah. excited about it. But okay, yeah, I'm not on Instagram right now, so keep me in the loop. Use like Messenger or okay. something. But um. Yeah, I'm trying not to use Instagram for the month at least. But uh, yeah, check that out. And uh, did you want to pitch any of the Mirror Brothers stuff? Or do you want to keep that in its own world? I can also have Kenny cut this if you don't want anybody to know you're involved. All right, Kenny, uh, our editor, is going to edit that out. And we're going to come back now. So anyway, Vonnegut, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for talking with us about movies and not video games. I swear to God, we're going to talk about video games eventually on this show again uh until kenny gets his liver back but who knows when that'll be so thank you everybody i'm sorry for everything vonnegut i love you hope philly treats you well Um, tell the fam i say thank you for having me matthew um i really enjoyed um my time here um on casuals thank you poggers i'm gonna go uh play some more wind waker i'm gonna eat some cheese disgusting all right bye everyone